Welcome guys, my name's Dan and this is my brand new podcast, ready for lockdown version 2. Right guys, next up we have the current British steeplechase champion, Phil Norman, on the other end. How are you doing, Phil? Yeah, good, Dan. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. Good. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's a lovely day out there, isn't it? Oh yeah, brilliant day. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Been uh, out, done the long run this morning and you can't ask for much better weather than today. Mate, most definitely. It's absolutely glorious out there today. What, what did you do today, Phil? Uh, 14-mile long run. It's always a long run on a Sunday. Uh, just nice yeah. and easy. Just getting the miles in. Yeah, just chilling out a little bit, enjoying it. So yeah, that's it. I, I, I went out early with my uh, with my coach, Andrew Ingle, and it was just a nice chill. We'd done 12 and a half mile, but it was very, very hilly. Bless him. He's, he's got a bit of an Achilles issue, so he was struggling a little bit here and there. But he dug in deep. He done it. got it done. <laughs> or, or doing the hills when you've got an Achilles issue. <laughs> <laughs> That was my choice, to be fair, poor bloke. Yeah, he said, let's do something different. And then I forgot halfway around that he, you know, obviously saw the Achilles. Um, right, Phil, so I've got some questions sent in all through uh, the followers on Mac Massage uh, page on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for sending in all of the questions. It's been fantastic. Um, I think I've had more questions sent in for this podcast um, than any of the others. So thank you very much for getting involved. I will try and um, ask Phil as many of the questions um, that you have sent in is possible. So, Phil, the very first question we have from you is from Angie. Um, is how do you balance your work train your work, sorry, and your training? So, how is the balance between that? Uh, so, I work a four day week. It's full time hours, but a four day week. That's for Open Reach as a pole tester. Um, okay, yeah. So, I do Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday, which means on a Wednesday. I've got the day free there, so I can do a hard session on that Wednesday morning, recover in the afternoon, and also on a Saturday morning, that's when I do the other hard session. Uh, The rest of it is just either before or after work. Mm -hmm. Most of them are are, um, after work. So I'm I'm lucky in the fact that I've got that four-day week. It enables me to have like a structured plan, and um, I'm able to sort of optimise my training around that. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, obviously, you found that happy medium between work and running because obviously a lot of athletes at your level are full time, aren't they? So it's, it's it must be quite tough or it was quite tough for you to find that balance, was it? Or did it just come quite naturally that you could work and train at the same time? Yeah, it's, it's taken a little while to figure out what works best for me. Um, I've only been doing this job for like the last three years. So prior to that, I was doing like a five day uh, week where I'd be doing my yeah. sessions on like a Tuesday and Thursday evening. And um, yeah. yeah, it was quite tough really after doing like a full day, like physical work and then to try and yeah. do a session at the end of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's taken a little while just to work out exactly what works best. And yeah, lucky yeah. with the job which I'm doing now that it gives me yeah. the um you know that free day to be able to put that hard session in during the week yeah most definitely yeah so i guess with your coach you will just come up with a plan and be like right well wednesday's my day off so that will be my big training day and then and then work everything else around that i guess yeah that's it yeah so when i first um sort of started getting coaching um by thomas he he wanted to know me as a person what i do for work and just take a whole holistic approach to it rather than just thinking I'm just, you know, just another runner. You know, we're all individuals. We all have different lives. We're all different people. Yeah. Um, so we looked at the whole um, kind of setup that I've got and 
came up with um, like a training routine that, that fits me best. So um, a lot yeah. of the credit there for, for Thomas sort of um, adapting to my life, my lifestyle and sort of working out a training program that, that fits me best. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely fantastic from Thomas' side that you can just put those, you know, things in place for you to, to adapt around your workload. Because like I said, a lot of athletes these days, do, are they like full time with it or are they like, do they have a job in the, in the background or something like that? Do you know? Um, I mean, I think majority of the athletes who are at that top level, um competing in you know the championships and things like that majority of them would be full-time um paid sponsored athletes um you've probably got a handful in there which maybe work sort of part-time or um sort of studying alongside but uh i haven't really found many which are doing full full full-time you know work all through the year as well you know they might do sort of part through the year but you know i I work full-time um 12 months a year yeah, that's that's absolutely outstanding what you've achieved with also working like a full time job at the same time. You must be unbelievably proud of what you have achieved with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, like I say, very lucky that I've got the job I have um, and that allows me to train and that work um, supportive and giving me time off to you know go to these races. Um, yeah. You know, so don't take anything for granted. Yeah, most, and I think a lot of the listeners on here as well will be maybe at work or out for their run or just finished work and have to rush out the door right now. It's, I mean, it must be very, very comforting. It's certainly comforting for me who works also full time and has to work around my running that you can achieve some amazing things while still working in a train at the same time. Like obviously life balances and there has to be sacrifices somewhere, but you are the proven product that you can work and you can also be a top, top runner and athlete at the same time. Um, I think that puts um, a lot of things in perspective. A lot of people will look at that and think, oh, I can, I can do this. It's, it's not, uh, you know, unachievable. Um, which is which is fantastic to hear. Um, the next question, Phil, to you is from Danny. So thank you very much, Danny, for sending this one in. Um, this is quite an interesting one. Do you have any top tips of how to train for a five k and how how to get faster for five k? Uh, so um, I would sort of take a little look at yourself, try and identify what like your strengths and weaknesses are. So, yeah. you know, if you if you know you've got sort of the natural speed, maybe it's sort of the uh, endurance, the aerobic side of things you're lacking or could be vice yeah. versa. So that might be one yeah. of the uh, initial things just to look and try and work out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Um, but for, yeah. for your 5K, really, you want to sort of um, do do some work at that 5K pace uh, slightly, yeah. slightly faster than that 5K pace as well um so maybe you want to look at like a uh like a eight by eight by a 1k something like that um yeah depends how much sort of uh those type of sessions you've done really so you might want to sort of gradually build it up to about that um where you'd Mm -hmm. be looking at going sort of uh, at 5k pace or slightly quicker um it's just about really following a, a structured plan really and just trying to build on that week on week 
Um, yeah. it's, it's hard to know really without knowing the actual athlete and what uh, yeah, what they're what they're doing really. Yes. But you just want to be doing yeah. sort of five k specific work really. If that's your target, just doing yeah. some quicker stuff mm-hmm. and obviously some uh, some longer stuff because you can't neglect the uh, the aerobic side of things with it as well. Now, would you also play into part like nutrition with that as well? Because that's kind of like a lead on to his next question is nutrition. Does that play a part in running a fast 5K or will you not think about the nutrition so much with that? Um, it's Obviously, it's not as important as, say, if you're doing a marathon or, or something like that because you're not actually having to take any fuel on for a 5K. Yeah. Um, but you want to make sure that you've got the right the right food and that in your, in your body prior to it, you know, so yeah. like the night before making sure you're you're not eating like a spicy curry or something like that (laughs) that's that's, uh that's you know recipe for disaster right there um you want to make sure you're eating something you know that's not going to upset your stomach and then on the morning it depends on the time of day you're going to be racing as well so if you're saying like you've got a late morning one get up have like a some porridge wheat a bit something like that something that you know is going to sit well in there but also at the same time you've got that good carbohydrate um fuel in there um but you know it's definitely something you 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 need to look at um but it's not it's not sort of uh yeah yeah you're talking more and you're sort of looking marathons and things like that where you're fueling through the race so so phil what's being honest what's your diet like have you got a good diet to to eat well to sleep well you've got a good you good balance with those those sorts of things? yeah i think so um coral my wife she does uh, i'm lucky she's a pretty good cook she uh she's um, cooking up some nice meals all through the week and um yeah i uh i'd say majority of my uh diet's pretty good to be honest um i'm not yeah, super strict so if yeah. if there's something I kind of want to eat, I'll I'll eat it within reason. Um, when it gets sort of towards the summer, the spring summertime when the races are coming up, it gets a bit more strict there because yeah. um, just want to make sure doing everything to to get the absolute um, sort of hundred percent out of your body that you can. Um, you, you mentioned okay. sleep as well. Um, that's one thing yeah. I definitely sort of uh, prioritise. I'd say I. Say so I definitely get those eight hours every night. I think that's something which, um, if you're looking to make um, sort of any kind of improvements and um, you're looking at recovery side of things, you, just that extra sleep, that's sort of the number one, really. If you can take like a little nap yeah. or something like that after a hard session, um, not stay yeah. up quite so late watching that TV program, um, you know, yeah, yeah. getting that extra sort of half an hour, hour of sleep will make a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can kind of relate to that because when we was um, when I went to St. Mary's uh, University in Twickenham, it was very much like that. Obviously, you had lectures throughout the day, which I wasn't fantastic at attending. Um, but you'd train in the morning, you'd come back, you'd have a nap you, or you'd have lunch, you'd have a nap and then you kind of go out again and do another session or another, you know, a, a backup run type of thing. Um, so, you know, you're always like napping throughout the day. Um, and I think that even, you know, rolls right from like the elites all the way down. Um, like recovery is key, isn't it? If you don't have that recovery, how can your muscles, how can your body build to go again the next day? Um, and I guess that's that happy medium or that fine line between being um, injury prone or injury free, um, which is, yeah, which is a hard uh, tipping point, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, 
Cool. Next question, Phil. You'll know this chap. He's known as Jack Rogers. Oh, um, hopefully, you're listening, Jack. And <laughs> um, this he has he has a very interesting question for you. But I had to put it in somewhere. He says, um, "What is the fastest pace you have taken a barrier at?" And he put four minute mile question mark. Um, <laughs> what is the fastest pace you've taken a barrier? Yeah, I mean it's got to be quicker than that. I'd say. Um, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh, at the British Champs, the last. 400 meters well it was a inside water jump so it's i think it's something about 392 meters um but that yeah, last yeah. lap was just inside 61 seconds i'd say the the oh, last wow. 200 would have been um sub four minute mile in wow. um so you got a water jump sort of taken at a quick pace and then yeah that last barrier so yeah probably yeah just inside four minute mile and I'd, I'd say there thereabouts pace sort of taken some of the barriers and, you know, that's that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy fast, taking those barriers out of that pace, let alone just being on the flat. I'm sure a lot of the runners that are listening to this um, can relate to that type of pace, that whether you're walking or running around the park right now or, or having a little run along the target trail. You know, that is that is some that is some speed, isn't it? <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're running that fast? Or is it just like when you look at it, you look back at your times, you're like, wow, that's, you know, that's absolutely um, flying. Well, I don't know, <laughs> it's strange. Um Sometimes when I'm like running on the road and I'm doing the tempo runs and you feel like, yeah. you know, you're running super quick and then you kind of translate it yeah. to what you're doing on the sessions on the track and you think, oh, man, this is, this is nowhere near as quick as anything yeah. you sort of do on the track and that. Um, yeah. I think it's just sometimes wow. you kind of get into that environment and um, you, just, you just have those yeah. sort of extra gears you're just sort of there. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's outstanding. Um, his next question is the same one from Jack. Again, I wanted to put it in because it's quite a, it's quite a good one. He says, "Why is his broadband so <laughs> slow?" <Phil?" laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably because he's on his turbo, streaming Zwift, watching the Tour de France, <laughs> plus like repeats of the London Marathon all at the same time. <laughs> All in his yeah, big Swift yeah. setup there, no doubt. The next question is, why steeplechase? You, obviously, there is so many disciplines out there. Steeplechase is probably not well as known as some of the like other events, such as the 100 metres, 1500 metres. Why did you go to steeplechase? Was it just fate or did you just jump into it or did you do it and you thought, wow, I'm actually quite good at this? Um, yeah, why um, well, I started the sport, um, like athletics very young. I was like eight years old. So as a youngster, I did like sprinting, hurdles, high jump, like all the different field events and everything. So I tried like everything and, um, and gravitated towards sort of middle long distance, just because that's what I sort of had the natural ability at. Um, and then as I got to, I think it was top end under 15. You can't do steeplechase until under 17 age group, um, which would have been like okay. year 10 at school. Um, so I was top end under 15, so like a year too young for the age group. And there was a Southwest League at Braunton that had a 1500 meter steeplechase. Um, so I, yeah. I just decided to just give it a go, basically, being a year young of the age group and won the race and did half decent time I think it was about five minutes 40 or something at the time and I just thought I looked at that and thought well you know with a bit of practice a bit of training over that I think I could do uh do pretty well over the next sort of season or two when I'm sort of at the right age group for it so 
kind of went from there, really, yeah, and yeah. did did English schools the the following year. And you kind of never looked back to it. You didn't go to anything else after it, or you just always no. It's always been steeplechase. Uh, so yeah, okay. so I did that from uh, year ten, sort of being like what fourteen up until eighteen, and that's when I I I didn't stop just steeplechase. I stopped running altogether, and then I had like a six year break okay. before started running again. Right. But then I came back to steeplechase. Okay. Do you, do you think do you think that six years like in between of you starting and then stopping and starting again? Do you think that's like been a good thing the six years out, or do you think it was like something you should have maybe carried on like injury wise or? or um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, it's a hard one really because I sort of obviously it's very it's, it's yeah, very hard to it. know. Yeah, it? I mean I look back at it and um, I was I was. Um, you know, if I had carried on and had the right mindset, then, you know, I think anything was possible. Uh, but at the time, I just yeah. didn't have the right mindset. I'd been running since I was eight years old. And you just sort of get to the point yeah. where, you know, um, you sort of start losing the love of the sport. Even though I was doing well, yeah. you just sort of think, oh, there's, you know, yeah. you make so many sacrifices all throughout your life um up to that point you know yeah. it's, that's all you've kind of known and um sort of yeah. yeah just fell away from it really um but glad glad i've come back to it's, it it's, it's, yeah yeah for sure i'm i'm, I'm bet you are it's it's, it's very tough because i started running when i was 11 years old um i'm 30 now so it's yeah for, been for running for quite a long time i i didn't have six years out really of running i took a year out here and there and six months you know went off surfing skating you know you know enjoying life to some degree uh because obviously running is it's, it's quite sheltered isn't it you've got to kind of eat sleep train repeat again isn't it every single day especially at your level so it, you know it's a massive toll on the mental and the physical strength of your body um, and I think everyone at that age that you were at has that decision to have that time off or not, um, whether it be, uh, you know, a year or two to six years. It's it's a it's a hard one to know where to go, what path, you know, am I going to make it? Am I not? Um, but, yeah, I can imagine you're very, very happy you come back um, and you've achieved what you have so far. It's, and, and there's obviously more to come. There's no doubt about that. It leads me on to the next question, Phil, for you is your future goals. You are current steeplechase british champion um in in is it the is that a career is that a record fastest ever in that um, in the champs it was a stadium record for manchester it's um yeah. previously been ran at birmingham um but they're okay. uh revamping the stadium for the commonwealth games in 2022 yes, yeah no way but i i think it was so, i think it yeah. was the the quickest winning time in about 20 years or yeah. so yeah i thought it was i mean that's that is absolutely outstanding so with your hopes there like what is next like it, olympic qualifying time i'm guessing and then and then so yeah, so target will be in spring to find some fast races uh get that olympic qualifying time um and then end of june will be british champs which if I've got that qualifying time, uh, first two at the trials, um, at the British Champs, that will be automatic selection for the Olympics. So yeah, that's yeah, that's that's amazing. the uh, that's the target. 
And, and when's that date, sorry? When, uh, when is so that the, the Olympic trials, which is the British trials, that's um, the end of June next year. Yeah. So that'll be that's yeah that's away. it yeah yeah that's a big one yeah that is a, that is a definitely a big thing. So going forward, current setting, what what is your current training? Are you training on your own? Look like ninety percent of the time, fifty percent of the time, or do you have a training group around you, or are you with a group, or are you with a you know a club? hundred uh, percent of the time is on my own. Or maybe you could put it to ninety nine percent. I might have. <laughs> the odd run um yeah. every few months where i'll join up with maybe yourself or or yeah. someone else um yeah. but all the sessions and that um all the yeah all the runs mainly are all all done on my own That's, uh, do you find that quite hard or is that is it easy just to you know get up and get out the door absolutely you know we're not talking one day a week we're talking literally every day for however long it's you know it's everyone will struggle with that motivation how would you get out the door like do you, you just you just motivate yeah, I mean, to be the best i guess uh, i've just got used to running on my own now um so that's that's one yeah. part of it but also i sort of tell myself the reason why i'm doing it um and that's the only yeah, you sure. know doing this is, is the only way you're going to sort of hit those goals get where you want to be you know so um yeah it's just kind of reminding yourself what why you're doing it yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I guess you still get those days like like us all. You, it's absolutely smashing down outside. It's gale force, fifty mile an hour gusts. Um, you have those moments. You're like, I yeah. don't want to go out. Yeah, I, I don't think you'd be human if you didn't think like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of machine. But... No, yeah, yeah those days where it like, <laughs> might have been raining all day at work. You get home and it's just raining, and you're thinking, yeah. oh, I've got to get out in it again. Um, or sometimes yeah, like yeah. a Monday morning and it's just freezing cold or you can hear the, the rain against the window and the howling wind and you're just like, really? But yeah, yeah you just got to get it done. You just got to yeah. tell yourself why you're yeah. doing it, basically. For sure, for sure. And is that is that made easier? Do you have any sponsorship, like clothing-wise, trainers? Are you, are you sponsored by anyone, considering your level? Um, no, nothing, you nothing is, yeah. Um, I've got a like an agent who is trying to uh, yeah. sort of uh, work out some kind of uh, deal with, with companies at the moment, yeah. but um, haven't heard any sort of news on that yet. He says he's speaking to a few brands and that, so yeah. hoping that something will come of that. But, um, yeah, as of oh. yet, it's... Um, uh, yeah, no, no sponsors or anything at all at the moment. That's crazy. Huh? It's it's very hard to believe that is considering yeah your caliber and what you've achieved. It's um I would yeah I'd be snapping you up with a with a click of the fingers, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> what personal wise? What do you do to relax? Like with coral, do you go for walks? Do you just chill out, or are you quite happy to sit on the sofa and watch uh, the, the mix? The, really, the yeah. I mean, coral go out for uh, some walks, um, like go and grab a coffee, um, watch a few sort of different yeah. series and that on Netflix, Amazon Prime. Um, uh, also, yeah. just play a bit of uh, Xbox when I get a little bit of time as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess no, no. It's not a uh, not a massive <laughs> amount of free time, but we try and make the most of it. <laughs> What's your favourite series? Uh, we've been catching up on uh, Walking Dead. We 
we watched it a while back and got oh, up to, yeah, I think it was about yeah. season eight or so. So we've watched it all the way back from the start and we're on season yeah. nine. Um, so we're kind of getting towards the end of it now. But... Anyway, yeah, we watched we watched quite a bit of it, but then it started to it started to just do the same thing over and over, like the same that you know they get out of one scenario, and then they move on, they get themselves yeah. into a whole another pickle. Don't the they? amount of like, times, oh, how many? On. I don't know how many times you can twist an ankle, you know. Um, <laughs> and it's like you know, if you can just run like just slightly or have a brisk walk you're yeah. fine you can get away from them that's the thing you know it's like but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh you know it's tv in it <laughs> yeah very frustrating when they move straight onto a different one but um right one last question phil and then i'll leave you to your day to just go and relax so this is a bit of a fun question um i'm not sure if you've heard any of the other podcasts but i am a, a massive fan of cup of tea and a biscuit right and my favourite biscuit is a bourbon. If you were to choose one bourbon and you could only, oh, sorry, one biscuit, and you could only have one biscuit to either dunk in your tea or to just eat. Oh, it's easy, this one. Chocolate hobnob. <laughs> oh, that's a good shout. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about one. that one. Chocolate <laughs> hobnob. Easy to dunk. It stays together. <laughs> job done. <laughs> right, mate. Well, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate you taking yeah, your time out of your, you know, your busy schedule of training and um, and we wish you all the very, very best of luck in going forward and hopefully making the Olympics. Um, and yeah, we will be all watching your progress. Stay in touch with us. And um, I'm sure if anyone else has got any other questions to be sent in, um, then send them my way and I can kind of forward them on to yourself as well. Right. Thanks for having you, uh, having you on the, uh, the yeah, show. Cheers, Phil, Dan. And have, have a good, good day, one. Mate. All right. Cheers, Phil. Thank you, mate. Bye bye. So that's it, guys. The very last podcast of lockdown version two. It might not be the last podcast ever, but for the moment, uh, I'm going to hang up the microphone for a while while we concentrate on the massage. And thankfully, I am able to start work again next week. So by all means, if you'd like a massage or you'd like any advice, please, by all means, get in contact with me. Uh, what's next for me? I'm going to start massaging again, obviously, but I'm also going to keep uh, running around the roads of North Devon. So by all means, again, drop me a hello or uh, give us a big wave. Um, you'll get a nice friendly smile back have a fantastic time guys stay safe out there um, enjoy your training um, enjoy a focus and good luck with it all all right thank you very much for listening again i'm dan and this is the map massage podcast <laughs>